Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 64, says, Moreover, the Lord will scatter you among all peoples, from one end of the earth to the other end of earth. And there you shall serve other gods, wood and stone, which you or your fathers have not known. Welcome to Things I Preach to Myself About Podcast. I am your host, Rich Vangana, and today's episode, How Scattered Are We? The Exodus. We're reminded of that old movie with Charlton Heston playing Moses, who demands from Pharaoh of Egypt to let my people go. The plot was simple. God calls Moses to go to Egypt, demand the release of the people of Israel, lead them out into a wilderness for 40 years, and deliver them finally into a promised land given by the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Essentially, people being led out of bondage into the freedom that is promised throughout the Bible to those who call upon the name of the Lord Yahweh. So you would think that, after all these centuries of time, that the message is clearly being received by the masses, Because we can look in any direction in any town USA and see a church filled with attendees who are calling upon the name of the Lord. So there should be a lot of free people, right? (laughs) Not so fast. If we truly look at the narrative portrayed in the scriptures, we see that the freedom the Israelites enjoyed was just for a season, a very short season. And so it is with many who call on the name of the God of the Bible. Sure, we might have an eye-opening experience of supernatural nature. Grab a Bible, join a church, attend regularly, and live a clean lifestyle all attributed to the Father above. But for many people, especially westernized cultures, this really is just a going through the motions for many. Most folks do church because we grew up attending one with family. Many feel a sense of peace and acceptance within the walls and genuinely like the wonderful people there. They find that there's a fellowship that transcends the chaotic world around us and we have an anchor for which to cling to in times of uncertainty. But underlying the people, the buildings, the denominations, the creeds, the doctrines, even their pew Bibles, lies a history that people are waking up to. Folks are sitting in the pews, sitting at home, sitting in the workplace, and wondering why something feels off. People seem to be sensing that there is more to this than what we've grown up living and accepting. There are many who are realizing that we might be on the wrong path. Now, for disclaimer, I'm not picking on any one denomination or form of Christian religion here. I simply want to point out some history, some truths that are often kept under the rug, hidden in plain sight, yet glossed over when brought up as being acceptable or no big deal or, well, everyone does it. Yet I personally think that many things should not just be acceptable or no big deal, nor do I think that just because everyone's doing it, that it's right. You've heard of the telephone game. 
where you line up several people and you secretly tell the first person some little tidbit of information. Then that person whispers the narrative to the next person. And so on and so on until the last person hears it. Afterward, the last person then repeats what they've heard to others. It is amazing just how far off track the last story is compared to the original. And unfortunately, this is the very same thing that's transformed the current westernized churches from the apostolic church period. As reality goes, each successive generation, just like the telephone game, has received what they've received, but might have either intended or unintended, I don't know, but there's a twist on the story. When people inject themselves into a narrative, the narrative usually goes astray from the source. And we can easily see this in history, particularly church history. Unfortunately, a vast majority of people, especially westernized Christians, simply accept what they're taught by their leaders and never question the doctrine or creed of their assembly. In fact, history and polls show that most can't question what is being taught because they themselves don't study the source book from which all Christianity is supposed to be based on, the Bible. If that harsh reality doesn't disturb you, then please, please, please take a hard look at what you claim is your belief. Because if you want to call yourself a follower of Yeshua Jesus, you are commanded by him to know the scriptures. Yep, it's in the Bible. Look it up. But I brought up the Exodus story in the beginning for a reason. You see, there's an exodus happening all around the world, even as we speak. Though there can be many parallels drawn between the exodus from Egypt and what is happening to believers of the way right now, I will let the Spirit draw them for you personally. But suffice it to say, there is an exodus occurring. In this particular exodus, though, people are waking up to the wrongs of their church surroundings. They are opening their eyes to the revealed truths of God and His Word. They're realizing that the train that they've been riding on in modern churches these days is actually going the wrong way. Again, I'm going to place a disclaimer right here to say that I'm not saying if you belong to church XYZ or denomination ABC that you're destined to hell. No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that so many have been misled by man-made doctrines and creeds throughout the history of the church because man has continually injected his ideologies into God's word, and that never bodes well for people. Ask the scattered Israelites. I mean, they had the very words of Yahweh Elohim himself disobey them because they twisted his words, did their own thing, and essentially were scattered away from the promised land the land of blessings and peace. Kind of sounds like the Garden of Eden story, doesn't it? If we don't even know the words of Yahweh, how can we be obedient to them? If the modern churches tell you that you don't have to obey God's words, or if they misrepresent and twist them, or if they conceal the full truth written in the pages and you don't see or hear them, then, folks, you are in danger. The reason the Bereans, mentioned in the book of Acts, and again, look it up for yourselves, but the reason they were considered more noble to most was because they searched the scriptures constantly. The reason so many are waking up and partaking in this new exodus away from the modern Christian churches today is because 
people are searching the complete scriptures for themselves instead of relying on pastors, preachers, teachers, writers, other people's Bible studies, and every other outside source for the truth from God. Westernized and especially American people have grown so complacent, okay, well, let's just say lazy, that they want everything spoon-fed to them in a soft, easy-to-swallow format, and they want it quickly and abbreviated. I mean, come on. There's a Bible translation out there called the One Minute Bible. Everyone wants a quick, easy, simple scripture to fit their on-the-go lifestyle so they're not to be bothered with details. And I hate to say it, but even whether or not it is truth. You know I'm not wrong about this. But yet, there are many folks that are looking around with a feeling of emptiness inside. They have this sense that something is off, that there is a looming shadow of discomfort all around them. They get frustrated by the simple lack of attention or how easily the chaos of this world distracts them. They're seeing glimmers of light here or there, but can't seem to grasp it into their life and are left feeling like something more is missing. Turning to the Word of God has pages and pages of solid truth, but they quickly dissipate into the air like a vapor or mist, once again leaving a longing feeling of uncertainty. I've gone through this very thing, and I think what is going on is God. I think that what he's doing is spiritually working on people to purge out all the rubbish that has filled people up inside. The doctrines, the creeds, the teachings, the fluff that's occupied people for centuries and left us mindless drones that just go through the motions and accept every wind of doctrine that we've been subjected to up until now. I know to some that that may sound like a lot of conspiracy theory rhetoric and that I'm bashing the wonderful church of God, but in reality, I'm actually calling out this church. I'm pointing to absolute history that the so-called church from the early 200s right up to today have continually twisted and added so much to the Word of God to the point where people are indoctrinated to just mindlessly accepting whatever is taught from the pulpits. The church leaders have become so pompous and arrogant to declare that what they teach is right, and yet centuries of bickering and infighting over man-made doctrines show that the Word is being declared minimal and man's Word is being prominent. Religious leaders throughout history have placed themselves equal to, or even above, God, to the point where man's doctrines usurp the Holy Bible. With all of the confusion, it's no wonder that many disregard the Bible altogether. And the one who's getting the glory out of this is not Yahweh, but is the devil himself. He is the author of confusion. And if you think that fallible man claiming himself pious and righteous because he has a title or access to scriptures is immune to Satan's devices, then you don't know that enemy. Cut off the head and the body dies. Which leads me to the point that I hope is obvious to you, lest you be part of that body that dies. Perhaps it's time to walk away from the voices of man and cling to the voice of God. Again, I say all this not to say that all organized religions under the Christian banner are bad or evil, but to point out that there is a reason so many are taking part of this exodus away from the modern Christian church, because 
people are taking off the blinders of man's doctrines. They are removing the noise of man-made creeds and listening to God's words. They are stripping away the excess paint and stain of man's interpretations of the Holy Bible and reading it completely and in context as it was initially intended. Folks, holding on to the westernized thinking and versions of churches today will only give you a superficial, artificial, homogenized understanding of Yahweh God and His Messiah, Yeshua Jesus. Truly, in this matter, I can say with certainty that the smart, educated folks leading these groups is not accurate, but are in fact misleading many into a false sense of faithful walking. In the coming months, I'm going to try to dissect some of the teachings and doctrines that permeate the halls of modern Western Christianity and historically and biblically point out some of the misdirections that have changed the course initially intended from the original writers. You see, I believe we've strayed farther from the old paths that God placed for us than we're led to believe. But thankfully, His Word is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and we have the opportunity to return to the right path, the old ways, and put aside the follies of our youth. We still have the ability to renew our minds and fix our hearts on Yeshua Jesus once again. Remember this, that Yahweh God gives us His Word, the whole Bible, not just some, not just portions, but the whole Word, and nothing in there has ever changed. We can't afford to select parts we like and disregard parts we don't feel are relevant anymore. On the contrary, Messiah Yeshua instructs us to keep the whole Word. When He said in Matthew 5.17, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. People need to realize that the words to fulfill them means to do them, as in, I do my part to fulfill my obligations. Even simple word studies help us understand our instructions from God. God clearly says that if we are disobedient, we will be scattered. That just doesn't apply to Israelites, but to all of God's people. And if you claim to be a follower of Yeshua Jesus, claim yourself to be a Christian, then you are under the very same obligations to follow God's laws, just as they were long ago. So, do you? This has been Rich Fangen and Things I Preach to Myself About podcast. I thank you for listening and taking the time, and I prayerfully... Hope that God is touching your heart with his truth and his word. Amen.